The Living Strong Podcast. The Living Strong Podcast. The Living Strong Podcast. It's the Living Strong Podcast. We welcome you. My name is Kim Sellers. Thank you so much for joining us today. So, this here is an opportunity to generate some conversation about multiple sclerosis. Of course, as you know, there are like more than a million people in the country that are living and fighting with MS every single day. And this here gives you an MS survivor or maybe you're a parent or a relative, a friend, or even a caregiver of someone that's living with multiple sclerosis. This year today is for you. As a matter of fact, speaking of caregivers, can I have a one-on-one conversation with you? Caregiving today, so what does it really, what does it really mean to be a caregiver? Is it one that simply comes and sits and supports someone? Or is it someone that comes and they're on a day-to-day basis they take care of that person? What has happened to caregiving? What happened to the days when we all looked up for each other? What happened to the days when we looked up for our neighbors or even family members or what happened to the days when it was, you know, you were being courteous because it was the right thing to do? But what happened to the days when you wanted to be healthy? And you just simply got up and you did it. What happened to the days of really taking care of each other was just what it was meant to do, huh? Well, today we find out that there are so many families that are relying and that depend on caregivers. Then when you hear the stories, where you find out that so many are either abusive, lacking, um, not being responsible, are no call, no shows, knowing that that family member who was dealing with some type of ailment, and especially in the world of multiple sclerosis, where many times that survivor is not able to get up and do for themselves. So what? So, so, so what is it that I'm angry about? Because I am angry about it just so much. Because I know so many people that need this care. And many times you find that there are caregivers that are lacking in training. Caregivers who do not want to even think about you know, doing anything extra. Anything that's above and beyond the job. I mean, we all understand that every job, yes, there are job descriptions. Then, of course, there are some things that you decide to go above and beyond to do. Whether you like it or you're not, it's just part of the job. 
So not dream. Let's go back. Let's go back to those caregivers who just simply don't want to be there. Is it because uh, it's the type of job they were able to find? Is it that they really don't have any type of interest in that particular field? But is it that maybe they're just lacking training, the knowledge and the understanding of what really goes on. So today you find caregivers who are not really concerned about being on time. They complain about doing lighthouse work. They um, don't want to um, cook or even do some light, light, light housework. And many times just knowing that there is a patient there is a survivor I like to say a survivor that needs your hand so I remember talking with another caregiver and she said hey you know these are things that I do um, I, I cook and I clean a little and I'll vacuum a little but other than that I'm not doing much of anything else. what do you mean so she's telling me about another uh, client that she had. And I said, well, you know, the woman is a little much for you to handle. You know, how do you bathe her? She said, bathe her? What do you mean? How long have you been with her? She said, well, I've been with her for two years. She said, and I've never bathed her. The You've never given this one in the two years that you. I asked her, "Well, hey, does another family member do it?" She said, "There's no one else that comes. If I don't show up, it's crazy, absolutely crazy." I know another woman who um, is confined to her house. In her bedroom, and you know, you think, oh, okay, her bedroom. That'd be that bad. Well, when the bedroom is on the second floor, and she can't come down those steps, and she's been upstairs confined to that bedroom for at least five months. What do you do? These are just a few stories of some people who really need the help and there are caregivers who don't really try to assess each survival situation the no call the no show is just crazy totally unacceptable and I truly believe there has to be a way to crack down on those I mean I, mean, I think that's a simple dumb job Simple job one-on-one. No call, no show. Absolutely terrible. See so many that, um, and and I understand that caregiving probably doesn't have um, the type of salary that you like to see more often, but you also find out that sometimes your past catches up with you and that may prevent you from making the type of money 
you would like to. So am I here to judge and pass judgment? Absolutely not. But remember that criminal past, that can sometimes catch up with you. And um, it makes the pool of individuals we know a little smaller. But again, going back to what we were all taught, but going back to what we were all taught, being kind, being courteous, just being a good human being, doesn't really take a lot of training, does it? Does it? It shouldn't. So when you think about it, Caregiving. I know I've touched on this several, several times. When you think about caregiving, are you giving your all to that person? And many times people say, like, look, I only have so much to give. And if someone that is helping you, let's just say it were your trainer. And your trainer came to the gym and said, hey, I can only give you so much today. Would you feel like you got your money's worth? Probably not. You expect that trainer to be in shape so that they can get you in shape as well, right? I know I've shared the story about this being the fireman and if that fireman came to rescue you and got to the top of the steps and had to stop and take some breaths. And, you know, the oxygen tank wasn't working. Oh, well, you got to wait until I can catch my breath. You'd be like, what the? Let this officer get himself together and then maybe come back and dry. The same is true about a police officer. You know, there's a problem, there's an issue going on. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Someone takes off running and the, the police officer goes after him running, trying to catch him. And he clearly can't keep up. I'm just saying. And so those donuts start to come in. Just saying. But you would look at that officer and say, shame on you. Why don't you put yourself together? You know, someone who can't take care of themselves. So I ask that family members think about that as you select a caregiver for your loved one. Listen to your loved one and their needs. Make sure you understand exactly the care that they're giving. And if that caregiver there is even qualified or even able to help them get through their needs. But I also ask my survivors to be very stern, to demand a certain level of care. Being silent and not opening your mouth will not get you what you need. But I also encourage you that when you know, when you know what you need, when you know what you need to do, especially when it's all about getting better, feeling good, and living a certain quality of life, 
All of that depends on you. What you allow them to do and what you allow yourself to do. So I know it may have been just a random thought today, but as I look around and I see so many other folks who are living with any type of mother, not just MS, but whether it's dementia, whether it's cancer, these folks need you. They need your help. They need you to give them 100% what you have to give. Caregiving today, make sure you do your part today. Don't forget, you can always catch our podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Please, when you pull it up, make sure you like, share, and follow. We'd love to see you back once again. My name is Kim Sellers. This here has been another edition of the Living Strong Podcast. Have a good one.